0: KGUM M A. I'm and Gotnia Guam, you get her locked onto Vet Talk on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk K57. <laughs>
1: on K57. My name is Sean Watson. I am the adjutant quartermaster for VFW Post 2917, adjutant quartermaster for VFW District 6 Guam-Saipan, VFW National <coughs> Council member, chief of staff for Department of the Pacific Areas, secretary and second vice commander of the American Legion. We are so happy to be back on air. To my right I have Johnny. Yay! How Johnny. you doing? Welcome back, I'm, boys. I, I know it's been a while, but. It's been
2: a long time. <clears throat> Introduce yourself. Johnny Titanome, military order of the Purple Heart, one of the commanders up there, and I'm also one of the big advocates for the veterans of Guam, and this is going to be a good show. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, my name
3: is Tom Devlin. I'm one of the members also of the military order of Purple Heart on Guam. And you know what? My sock is bigger than anybody's. You're compensating. <laughs> Well, that's oh, true. That, that's true. I, but mine's bigger. I, oh, my
1: goodness. It's always uh, gotta I be bigger. Sorry, guys. I, I don't know what's going on. These guys yeah, have been yeah. off for a couple that's months. Because we're they've back. lost their mind. Oh, gosh. Right. Be and bigger. we have somebody new taking care of us now. Hey. Uh, Isaiah, how you doing?
0: Half a day. Hello. I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm alive. Can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. That's Ado a boy. good thing. That's a good
1: thing. All right. Um, like I said, it's been a couple months, so we have a lot to talk about. We have oh, a lot to talk yes, about. Yes,
3: we do. All right. Yes, we uh,
1: do. Let's go ahead and uh, do stay with our normal program. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to call in be part of the show, it's, it's been a while. Uh, our phone number is 477-5757, star 57 on your cell phone. We are broadcasting live with audio and video on K57.com, Facebook, and that's News Talk K57. Uh, and I just heard something
0: new about a podcast. Oh, uh, your show is being recorded, so it, it's going to be a reload. It's going to be reloaded like a recap to catch uh-huh. Vet Talk tonight. Oh, so
1: it'll be on the uh, the website?
0: The website and, yes, uh, multiple uh, podcast platforms. We have Spotify, Apple, and other stuff. I don't know. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a All lot. Right. I'll be better at that next week. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more before we start the show.
3: Yes. Try not to do my gestures. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i have no idea
2: what you guys are talking about i have no idea you're on tv oh hello
1: so uh, all right let's go <laughs> uh, let's go in straight into announcements uh i want to go ahead and put out what's going on at the gvao office go ahead, okay. okay uh they're taking appointments but they're by appointment only okay uh and that's only on monday wednesdays and fridays all right
2: This is at the vet's vet's office, right?
1: Right, the Guam VA office down in Assen. Yeah, they've been quiet during this whole time with Corona. Right, they just they just started taking appointments again last Monday on the 11th when the the governor went to. What they call it, PCor two? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Uh, uh, I don't care anymore. I don't (laughs) need PCor. This that's all I got to tell you. It'd be nice. Right. Okay. So if cool. if if you want to make an appointment, uh you can either email them or send them a, or call them. Uh and if I'm looking for phone number, phone number 727-2358. And that is for oh well, uh, Gabrielle Gabriel uh, four seven five eight three nine three for Ron Canada. And four five seven eight three eight eight or eight nine for Evelyn Bonner. Okay. Right, and we'll have those numbers for you if you if you didn't catch those. Um. Well, with the with everything that's been going on, uh, the American Legion hasn't had their elections yet. Uh. VFW two nine one seven fifteen oh nine three four five seven over in Slypan. All those posts have had their elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, for two nine one seven, we're keeping the same commander, so that's Brian Miranda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't remember who the commander is for three four five seven over in Slypan.
3: That's fine. That's okay.
1: And or fifteen oh nine, and I installed that's them. Okay. I
3: don't
1: uh, care. Uh, I have no District, problems. district did have their elections. Uh, VFW. District six. Uh the new commander for there is gonna be Lonnie Clark. And see staying with VFW. Um VFW Department of Pacific Convention has been canceled. VFW National Convention has been canceled. American Legion National Convention has been canceled. Right? Uh so there's been a lot of guidance put out for, for all those. Uh, I haven't heard about the, what American Legion's doing nationally. I think the rumor is everybody's going to stay in place for another year. Don't hold me to that, guys. Uh, VFW National, uh, come, I believe it's July 24th, uh, the National Commander is going to step down. Mm-hmm. Senior Vice Commander is moving up to Commander-in-Chief. Junior Vice Commander-in-Chief is moving up to Senior Vice Commander-in-Chief then uh there will be the nat- new national council that's coming in will be voting to fill the other elected positions. Uh Department of Pacific is pretty much following suit, but we're going to do that on June 13th. Uh so Rick okay. Ferris who's the current commander will be stepping down and um Ken will be stepping up to become the department commander. So, and as far as meetings uh stand by to stand by for for meetings for all those organizations I'll go ahead and throw it over to Johnny you got any announcements? No
2: but I'm really sad at the effect of this whole Corona business over the uh, local community and the only thing I can say is just the ultimate of discrimination from the top dog all the way down to the manager of all these facilities different facilities, exchanges the the commissary and I know you guys out there, I hear it all the time about how you're so in disagreement of, of being mistreated. So call in and let the people know. I don't, don't I, you know, I'm not going to be your whipping post. I'm just an observer, and I'm, I'm just letting the people know over the wire, throughout this uh, radio land, how discontented we've been treated. And we are, we feel. So call in.
3: Uh... I understand no. how John feels. Yeah. I also would like to see the banks open up regular hours. What's happening, as far as I'm concerned, is that they're causing long lines by not opening up normal hours, especially the Bank of Guam, supposedly the People's Bank. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And you go down to Hagania, and you see those lines there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I don't know how many branches they have on Guam. They have a branch on the Navy base. I know they have a branch on the Air Force base. I believe the Navy base is closed. They got a branch in San Francisco. And uh, come on, enough is enough. You want social distancing. I get it. I understand it. The people on go up. open up the financial institutions so that people can do business. And don't tell me about online. You know what? I'll tell you about online. And I'm serious. I'm not, I, I'm I not joking. With, I don't deal with it. Because a, a lot of the people are older. Mm-hmm. They're older. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not bank savvy. But, you know, if people are going to get ticked off the way I am, maybe some people start taking their money out of these banks and start transferring their accounts. Maybe the government of Guam should transfer some accounts that they have in certain banks they can. To, keep, to keep everybody on check. If you don't serve the people, get out of the business of being the people's servant.
1: Yeah, you, you bring up a good point there, Tom. But, you know, you're, you're talking about online banking. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how short would those lines be if GovGuam got into electronic trans, uh, electronic funds transfer and sent the money directly into your bank and you didn't get a check and had to go cash it? Omb- Omb- fo- My daddy used to always
2: tell me, follow the money. First it was $17 million to Guam, and then it was $27 million. Now we're up to about $250,000 trillion million dollars. And the thing it is, is they can't disperse it properly. Right. Now, this is the same leadership that I'm talking about that's happening on the military establishments. In And this, this includes the Theodore Roosevelt. My granddaughter's boyfriend was, has been on there for 59 days under supposed quarantine. The last picture we got, it looked like he was a prisoner of war wrapped in a sheet. What happened to Navy Relief? What happened to the all these services that were supposed to be given to our boys? It wasn't until it was released that these boys are being treated and kept like a bunch of dogs in a pen. They get, they get their service, a, a, a bowl of rice and stuff. I said, man, you know, I, that's why I ran away in Vietnam. I was the fastest cockroach because I didn't want to be a prisoner of war. And now... With, with everything that's going on, it's, how many people have died, supposedly? On island? Uh-huh. Five. And how many people have been killed in car accidents and motorcycle accidents? How many? Nine. So where's this illusion that was, that was programmed by Dr. Cabrera? And this Dr. Cabrera, I don't know who he is. He's a shameful doctor for prognosing that this time, which was a month ago, or two months ago that there'll be anywhere between two thousand seven thousand people dying on Guam what kinda of jive is that I turn in my license because you know what that means that you have no belief in the leadership of your constituents and I, I, I'm a medical man I'm a layman and I, I paid my price for being a layman fireman first responder EMT at the hospital and look at what it's done. It's just sent this whole island into a morbid trance of, of, of every doomsday. That's what I call that fool, Dr. Doom. That's what he is. And this is in correlation with the military and, and the leadership coming down from the political I, own, I know everything's. The president doesn't wear a mask. You ever see him on TV with a mask? No. But we want to hear from you guys on the street.
3: Call it in. Tom, did you have something you wanted to add? No, I I, 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 I tend to agree with John, based on what what we were told was going to happen Mm -hmm. and based on what has happened. Now, I'm glad we don't have as many deaths, as they said, but uh, I think certain things were done, and they jumped the gun to a certain extent. Maybe they didn't have the experience on this. My pet peeve, and I told you that. Remember, I used to call you every third or fourth day. Right. Is the damn roadblocks.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That, that was just, that was crazy. Are the people on Guam idiots? Does the executive branch oh. think no, that we're idiots, that we have to go to a, into a roadblock, and some poor National Guard trooper has got to read a message to us in the hot sun? They're out in the hot sun. We're in an air-conditioned vehicle. Mm-hmm. What did that change? People went around the roadblock. Right, and the road and going around the roadblock was probably worse than the roadblock. People are not idiots. People will abuse the system. There's right. a certain percentage that will do that, but to treat the people like they're a bunch of moronic idiots from the executive branch, I don't go for. Well, I think it's insulting. That, and I'm gonna stay on the roadblocks here for just a second. Go ahead. I the, the
1: biggest thing here. is you had people that had to go to work, had to go to work, and they had to travel. Those particular roads. Right. Right. You added an hour onto their day both ways.
2: Exactly. Right?
1: An hour. Just because they had to wait in that line to get that briefing well, I guess they first ask you where are you going. Well, I'm going to work. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, what about the fifty thousand cars that were in front of them that they had to read the whole thing to?
3: And I went when to you, when I you, went when I hear the two of you talking, yeah the both of you. Go ahead. The one thing that I'll throw in there, and this is just me, this is myself, I don't think that people on Guam will forget this.
2: Oh, definitely no, no. not.
3: It's too simple, but Chip. I don't think they'll forget it.
2: Go ahead. We got a call. Right. Yeah, That's we, we I have I a phone see. call.
1: We're going to go ahead. Hey, Greg, welcome to Vic Talk. How are you doing? Yo, how's
4: day, guys. How's everything?
1: Good, good. good. How are you doing?
4: Uh, well, ha, it's best to be expected. Um. I wanna comment on what the gentleman was talking about earlier and it's what the government is trying to do to us right now and it's called a state of fear. They want to keep us afraid of of everything. They want us to not they want us to think that they have the solution excuse me. And we're just Stupid people, and we need to follow them. And these days are—I don't know—it's kind of
2: scary. Right. You yeah. know, it's—it's it's really funny, guy. What you're saying—that state of fear. Luckily,
4: well, they, they want us to be afraid.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and walk around on thin ice, like everybody's got corona. I don't know. My nana was alive today. She'd say, Hafasti corona, and energi." pedigree collies and a German shepherd, office de corona.
3: You know? I don't think that sounds how good. Is, if how I can
4: is that healthy, How is this healthy to our community? It's not.
1: Well, you know, one of the things that Tom and I have been talking about for the last five, six weeks is the economy of Guam. Guam is a veteran, I'm veteran, I'm sorry, a, a visitor economy. We don't have visitors coming in. And it doesn't look like we're going to have anybody coming in until maybe early fall. I live on the flight line. And every morning before
2: I go fishing, 4 to 4.30, I'm sitting there drinking coffee. I watch these planes come in.
4: 80, well, 80 flights a day. I was being facetious about it the other day, but I was overlooking the airport. And I said, oh, look, there's a plane down there with three um, to a good home.
2: The only thing coming in, Greg, is, car- is cargo. One flight, flight two, and maybe one from uh, uh, Japan. Japan, yeah, but those are very minimal.
4: That's that's once a week, to my understanding. Yeah, Uh, could be. One is there's there's one today, but
2: but anyway, your point's well taken. It's the islands in a the the leadership has developed nothing but let's be make them scary.
4: Well, I guess when when the government wants us to be afraid of everything that's going on around us. There's something wrong with that. We're losing our freedom. Yep. And I fought for that freedom at one time in my life about 100 years ago.
1: Uh, He's coming in
4: brother. Uh, yeah. I
1: can hardly understand him. You sound like you're in a drum.
4: Yeah, well. Anyway, your point's well
2: taken there, Greg. We got some more
1: calls here, so <laughs> what well, point
2: yeah. well All taken. All right.
4: Cheers, brother. All right. All right. Safe. Uh, stay
1: safe but yeah i mean the the this virus is a very very contagious virus it so is, is more the flu. It, it, it is more it is more contagious than the flu i will say that i don't know man i just, you know all these big places like
2: chicago new york and la huh. you see what's been going on over there the homeless the drug addicts they're defecating on the sidewalks and stuff i think it was mother nature that finally said well you people can't take care of this let me kick it in the butt a little bit. You got it. You got it. You got it. And they had to blame it on something, so they blamed it on Corona. Just like the six people or five people that died on Guam, they had all, they had subliminal little things like cancer. Uh, they had uh, uh, diabetes. They were all older than a certain age, and now that they're trying to they're, they're trying to figure out that oh let's scare them some more. Yeah, have you heard anything about the children? No. But the children, they're picking up all of a sudden we got cockroach flu or some name on it and it's affecting
3: the kids. Kawasaki. Kawasaki disease. Some yeah, like some that. jive thing. Yeah.
2: Anyway, it's time to smoke.
3: But the, the frustration is out there and hopefully the the leaders of Guam on both sides of the aisle hear this frustration. Because right now unemployment is extremely high. Oh it's oh, there. Yes. it's gone. And it won't hit us, I think, really for about six months when we figure out there's no money. There's no money going in and out of the banks to a certain extent. There's no money going into companies to hire people. Uh, well, the bankers, the bankers we, are happy. The, the bankers are happy, but the bankers are so happy they can't open up their branches it's the they used to. They're, they're well, holding back.
1: Right. And, you know, listen, listen to the morning show with Patty. Right. Uh, you know... They're working on this module to make sure uh, illegal aliens don't apply for this. Oh, geez. okay. Geez. How,
3: how big of a problem do we have with illegal workers on Guam? I don't think it's a. I don't. I don't think it's a, a problem that the way they make. All depends it, right. on what you call uh, illegal. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're not allowed to be in the United States working. I understand. That. I'm I just know. pulling your leg,
1: Sean. Uh, but anyway. Uh, and we're, we're, we're holding up the whole progress just so they can check. I'm, I'm just not throwing a number out here. Possibly 80 people that might be on Guam that are not allowed to work.
3: Well, That's
1: the least of their problems. We have thousands of people yes. that haven't had a paycheck in two months. Yes. We
3: and have that, food that, lines. In, that, in, that includes our veterans. Yeah. Exactly. We have food lines down at Petey this morning. People were giving food to other people, which they should. People need food to eat. Right. But where are they going to get a job? And how long is Uncle Sam going to keep putting out yeah, this
2: money right. for all this? Unemployment, double-time, night, all this, you well, know. The unemployment supposed to go to the end of the year. Well, good. Supposedly. Right. When do you think tourism is going to come up? The only uh, thing we export, Sean, is typhoons that we don't have no... COPRA industry we don't got nobody right. shipping gold out of here
1: and that's why i said to even start this whole little segment was mm. it is a visitor economy exactly we don't have planes of people coming in here how long is it going to take us to reestablish that piece and start bringing money back into
2: guam and we keep showing being shown stupid those road stops in the beginning, when they had them, the long lines, at the end, I went through one just to say I went through one. I did, too. And it was a little E3 girl and four cops sitting in the, underneath the 10 by 10 and another sergeant, and I'm going. And she says, oh, do you feel sick? I said, no, go on. Yeah. I said, that's it? You, baby girl, you're in the hot sun, and those clowns are underneath that tent? Get
1: out of here. Yeah, well, I'm, I went back to work last week. mm mm-hmm. And every day I go through that base, uh, and I work over on Polaris Point, which is considered a clean zone. Uh, The guard asked me after he checks my ID, you feel sick? No. Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: I had one fool come up to me in front of Payless and put a thing in my head like this. He says, we got to take your temperature. Excuse me, what happened to the old thermometer? They got this little thing, and he, oh. This fool couldn't even read it. He didn't even know what he was looking at. No, it's, oh man, it's funny. This whole thing turned you, into a big fallacy. Yeah,
1: and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna circle back here just for a second. Okay, I'm just stay with me. I'm All with right. you. Stay All with me. Tom. I'm with you, baby. Right. The, the you. biggest Hang thing is, there. for the most part, people are staying home with this. Yes, yeah. we have those people that rebel against the system.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we, you tell me to stay home. I ain't staying home. You're never gonna get away from 100 percent compliance of anything. Okay, you're not just not gonna happen. But for the most part, people are trying to stay at home if they can you They're know?
2: loving it. They're getting paid
1: for it, especially, some, especially the hierarchy on this island. Uh, but, I mean, we're, we have what, 17,000 people unemployed right now? 33
2: is it, from is the 30, last count, 33 to 37. Something. Okay,
1: I, I haven't been following it real close. 37,000. 37, 37, thanks, I there. Right? You see uh, this?
2: pretty soon they're going to be using this in a real fashion they're going to be going hands up they got the signs no entry no mask you watch as soon as some fool pulls a gun out there and goes
1: this ain't no joke give me your money when uh, you know while i was while i was working from home the only time i left my house which was about once a week was to go to the grocery store refill my water bottles and pick up medicine
2: that's
1: it? That's the only reason I left the house.
2: And you got paid.
1: You were getting I was, working, I was working from home. There you go. Yes, I was getting paid. See, you had a
2: nice job. Me, I'm unemployed. I'm a handicapped, disabled, low life, uneducated. I was fishing at 4.30 in the morning, and I didn't come home until 10, took a break, and then I go out yeah. and take care of the farm. But
1: every day, but, Sean, I was out doing something. And God bless you. God bless you. But the point I'm making is, for the most part, people are going to do what they what need they to need do.
2: To, exactly.
1: That's the point I'm trying to make. Well, my point is
2: this. As soon as we had a catastrophe, when I was young, back in 52, we had a big typhoon. And the family, I, I was listening to the elders. And I heard the elders and Valley says, Tom, you're a pescador, you're a fisherman. Go out catch fish for the family. Sean... You're good with your hands with the, with the land, go plant taro and stuff like that. And I thought, wow, that was just, we had the storm yesterday. And of course, meanwhile, they're fixing up the houses and putting shit back together, uh, putting things back together. And the thing of it is, is that things were getting done and it was resilient. There was none of this, oh, give me a mask, I need a mask. The President of the United States not even wearing a mask. I've never seen him wear a mask.
1: He gets tested daily, too.
2: And I' seen the Governor walking around the Paseo, no mask, next elbow to elbow with this uh, other partner of hers, the guard, and the security guard in the back, 10 feet away, he's got a mask. I said, "What's he scared of? That big bad boy, got a gun on his side, and he acting all like Corona's going to jump out of the jungle."
3: What a yeah, you know what a joke. Give me a break. Um, I think uh, there are going to be a lot of repercussions after this. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think, uh, like, when I've, I see the governor now in her daily news conference, she doesn't have many doctors around her anymore. The doctors used to be the end thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I think she was doing what she thought she was right. But I think she should have got different people, you know, different persuasions see, sitting down there and talking to her. Um, I just don't think, personally, I don't think it's working out very well for her.
2: Well, my concern is with the commissary of the exchange and the handicapped and the disabled and retirees that are being treated like third-class citizens. Is there there a classification of third-class citizens? Yeah. Let Let me ask both you guys this real quick. When you were given a job in the military, whether it took an hour, a day, a week, or a month to finish... Was there any time that you looked at your supervisor and said, Hey, boss, can I get some overtime, double time, night differential, hazardous duty? Can I get some of that? No, you did your job. And that's what all 79 boys that went to Vietnam, 89 that went to Korea, and the ones that have suffered in Afghanistan, Iraq, and our boys coming home, all beaten up and bushed out, crippled, disabled. And and we get treated like that? Out in the hot sun, they on 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 a rainy day, they got nine cashiers at the commissary. On the day they give us three, three days, they only got three cashiers. And then you talk to and what gets me, is how reflective it is, even on the local employees there. Mm -hmm. Don't blame us. Don't blame us. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. I mean, be happy. If you don't like what you're doing, get out. And if you're a supervisor, get out.
1: All right. And with that, uh, we don't have to take a break for the top of the hour, CBS News. Uh, this is Vet Talk on News Talk K57.
0: We'll be back right after the news. KGUM, Got in Aga, Guam. You got it locked on to Vet Talk on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk K57. <laughs>
1: Good and welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name's Sean Watson, VFW National Council member.
2: Johnny Taino, Military Order, Purple Heart.
1: Tom Devlin, Military Order, Purple Heart. The guy in the booth taking care of us tonight, Isaiah.
2: Hi, how's it New boy on the block, uh, but he's handsome he, I tell yellow. you what, he's
3: doing a good job, too. Yeah,
4: Thank he you. is. Yeah, Thank
3: you. He's, he's doing a real good job. good job. You know, John was talking about certain things, and I like the. we were talking during the break, mm-hmm. uh, and you also know about this. The barbershop right on let's say big navy for argument's sake that's a pretty nice facility i don't know if you've been in there never yeah, seen i don't know it. if you've yeah, been in there i've seen it and you can have social distancing you know you yeah. can rearrange it or however and uh, it's closed it's black in there there's nothing going on and you go to the air force base you go into the exchange in the air force base that barbershop is op- open from Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. But the veterans can't use it because they're only allowed on the base Friday and Saturday. And the barbershop is closed Friday and Saturday. Something tells me, and this is my opinion, that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Bad Something management. is screwed up. Bad and management. And if this, if this is the type of management, forget about the commissary and the exchanges. Yeah. Uh, somebody's got to go or people have got to go. The veterans are ticked. The retirees attacked, and I'm being nice about it. Oh, I'm telling well, you. The, here here's the thing: we all we all spent time in the military. Mm-hmm. Okay, we all spent time in the. We, you
1: guys went to Vietnam,
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I did some TDYs down south in South America and other places. When we didn't have a barber shop, your superior walked by. and said, You need to get a haircut. Right. Well, we we don't have a bar. You need to get a haircut. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went back to work last week. And I see some of these Navy guys walking around, and their hair was longer than my hair. And I'm going, what, what, what's and the deal here? You had a haircut, uh, And you haven't had a haircut. And I had, yeah, January. I just got a haircut today.
2: Yeah, but you hadn't had one right. since January. I hadn't had you one since like January. You look like a shaggy dog. I was going to call you on the carpet for it.
3: Yeah, but I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did. But the idea is, you get somebody out there on a, on a Navy ship or something like that. They get shears, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And they line everybody up and say, you're going to get your hair cut. Right. That's right. And it's going to be high and tight or nothing, everything's coming off. Yeah. Well, but I don't know what's, what has happened to this military? When they decide to pick on a bunch of old men, old farts, going through the change, trying to get in line, and a, a one person called in a radio show and said he was told by a security person, drive around the base. Yeah, I've heard that on. too. I, I, that's ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous. And and the reason I give it's not the sailors themselves. They're ordered to do certain things.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But the idea is when you have everybody jamming in there at one time, that is not social distancing. The last time I saw a grocery cart, it wasn't six feet long. It wasn't. Yeah. So, and you've been there. You've been on the line
2: with me. I, I, to say that I did it and prove to myself exactly what these people are saying. I did it. I got in line. I stood out there in the hot sun, like, like I was a recruit in NRTC San Diego. All
1: right. We yeah. have we. we okay. We, we, we have an angry vet on the line
2: here.
5: All right.
1: Uh, Thank God it's not me. Yeah. Good evening, young man. How you doing?
5: Good. Good. young. I'm older than you
1: I know I'm the youngest one here Except for our engineer In the booth How you doing Brian?
5: Good uh, This is Brian Miranda Juan well, Veterans Commission Chairman And uh, to answer All you guys' questions And to pull you down A little bit I am meeting With Admiral Manoni On Friday I've already given Some of the concerns If there's more concerns Besides haircuts, cuts Gestapo tactics and why can you only go to medical on Friday on the base? Uh, please get them to one of you guys. They can forward it to me, and I will bring the concerns up. And we will have answers by Friday.
2: Thank you so much, Brian. That's that's the admiration I have instilled in you because of your responsible actions and, and duties and things.
5: You know, I, I understand there's a lot of frustrations, and I, I've run into it, and... I got my letter that the next time I go to the
6: base, not on a uh, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I
5: will be arrested. So and seriously, I'm trying not
2: to go. Yeah. And you're a no. retiree; you have every right to go on that base, whether you're just sightseeing or hee-ah. Uh-huh. You know that's that's ridiculous. That's what I'm telling you. The leadership, you know, the leadership. I've this is the first admiral I well, have met in 25 years. I've met them all. I,
5: Johnny, I understand, and I've heard a lot, and I got like five phone calls today. So I made a call. I got to meet with uh, uh, Captain Sully today. And we, well, I, I have a meeting with the Admiral on Friday. He's got my concerns, and he says, wow, we didn't realize this was happening. So it's going to be brought up. We'll have answers, and I'll have the answers to you guys on the next radio show, but I'll have it to most of you Friday after my meeting. But if there's anything else besides
7: that, let me know, and I'll bring it up. Well, you know, we're kind of of frustrated at the fact that it
2: took this long to get, to be, uh, you know, checked on. Because sitting out in that hot sun and being treated like a third-class citizen, like I said, when they called us to arms, we didn't hesitate. We sat there, and we, if it took a week or month or six months to fulfill the, the mission, we did it. And we we come home to a johnny come marching home again? No. We're being still the same status. And, these, and it was very, very prevalent at the attitudes that I saw that there was, it was just total disregard for the retirees. I was born in the military. My dad was a chief in the Navy for 28 years. So I, I, I'm regimented to the military. And I've got six grandsons in the military now. And I'm watching them, and two of them, I don't even know where they're at. They're off on some Black Hawk down
3: mission or something. <laughs> Brian, Brian this is Tom. You know, when, I was, was, yeah. when John was, was speaking, this is, uh, this is what I was thinking. So I'll have to tell you what I was thinking out loud. What would the congressman do if he was sitting in this room with us? That's just a question, Brian. I don't expect you to give I'm, an answer.
5: You don't but, want me to
3: No, that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but in a, in a little serious vein, I, what I, I do don't. our 15 elected senators think about this? And the <laughs> governor and lieutenant governor. And one of those senators, Joe St. Augustine, was on the same line that John Attula and Tom Devlin was on? Yep. Where He's is his on. voice? Yeah. And when you don't have people saying something and you're going into an election cycle, you're finished. And That's I right. gave the list to Sean what I thought was going on and Sean won't repeat it. But well, there's going well, to be a lot of hell to pay in about four or five months to a lot of right, people down yeah. there. Hey right, Brian, what you got?
5: So, you know, I understand people's frustrations and stuff, but if it was so frustrating and stuff, why didn't somebody go to the right people and ask the question? I finally, after I got a call from you this morning, I got a call from Kat Bloss and a couple other people. I said, okay, I made a phone call. I, got a, I went over there and waited at his office, went in and spoke with the man, and got an appointment on Friday to speak with the Admiral. Now, I cannot say as much to the Air Force because that general will not respond to me.
2: Well, who's in charge, the admiral or the general? Who's in charge of the operations on Guam right now? I know,
5: but you you must understand that you have the Navy over the Air Force, which the Air Force don't like. And this general, I think, is, I don't know what he is. He he won't respond.
1: Well, you know what? He's
2: already lost the bombers.
5: All I can do is try, and that's what... I'm as frustrated as everybody else, but...
3: Well, Let's the more the that adds to the frustration becomes a group. Well, Brian, let me, let me throw this in there. I think a lot of the veterans, a lot of the retirees, in many ways didn't know who to call because they're dealing with the military. Yay. They probably didn't know who, who to call. And because, you know, you haven't had a commission meeting because everything was, you know, shut down. And, now, yeah, and now that, you know, things are sort of gradually reopening... When you st- start to have, you know, commission meetings, then maybe it'll be easier for the average Joe out there to speak to, to some, some people. But also, on the federal side, I haven't heard a word about the congressman's council. Who's on the council? Does he have one? I have no idea. I,
5: I wasn't invited.
3: I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited. Well,
2: he's got advertisements out there saying, Yes, the delegate helped me. He took me to Palo Alto, and got my prosthetic fixed, and yeah, everything is fine.
3: Yeah, and that's fine. But the problem is you don't see the delegate. He's got some campaign signs. Well, there's you know what? You better campaign here on Guam by talking to the veterans. What are their federal issues? Come on, he's doing his Facebook
1: messages, videos. Yeah,
2: Facebook messages. My gosh, don't be so hard on him. He's in all the way in Washington. My gosh. You know. I give up with you too, really. And he's fighting with the governor. You, 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 if you can understand the rift, I that's think the going governor on, is
3: fighting with herself.
2: Well, she, whoever she's fighting with, you know,
3: she's making money uh, so she,
2: her bank, her all those shareholders. For every delay that they do, with how much? Two hundred seventy million, accruing interest on a daily basis. I bet you, I
3: could, I could count that money before I get to the teller from the line, the back of the line when I'm on. And it's Tom, easy. you'd
1: have to start over three times. Oh, okay. okay, Three All times, right. Tom. And that's only after you get past
3: 22. <laughs> I, hey, hey, Brian, they're picking on me. Help me out here, Brian. All right, Brian. You got, you got another phone call. If
5: I in or talked okay. to people now with issues, not bitches, issues. <clears throat> Ooh. Give Ooh. them to me, email me, call me, whatever, and I will bring
3: them up. You're the man,
1: Brian. You're the man. Brian, I got my notepad and my pen here. I will take a note, and I will get the information to you.
2: And congratulations you. on the last election. I understand you are the man.
1: Again. Yes,
5: you, you Again. were supposed to be at the meeting. You, you, Brother you man, know what?
1: Already I was, got the information. I, I was handicapped. I got disabled. All right, Brian, I got another phone call. Brian? I think he hung out. Okay, bye. And we have Francis online. Francis, welcome to Vet Talk. How are you doing tonight?
6: Okay, guys, and yourselves? Doing great.
1: All right, Francis. Good to be back
2: on um, the air.
6: I just tuned in. I didn't think you were going to have a... Uh, I didn't think you guys were going to be back.
2: We're back.
6: Uh, it's nice to hear your voices, man.
1: Well, thanks, Francis. Thank you uh,
6: it sounds like we got issues.
1: Oh, what oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Hang on, <laughs> hang on, guys. Let, I want to hear what Francis has to say. Tell us, Francis, what you got.
6: Oh, big brother, man, you know... uh if they was back in New York, uh, we, we won't be talking like this, you know? Mm.
3: You know what I mean? Hey, don't get me started there. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be calm and collect. But,
2: Francis, right. what's, your, what's your status here with the vets? Uh, I under- I, I'm man, sure I'm, I um, you're a I'm vet. I'm always supporting you, man, uh, big brother. And, you know, you guys,
6: I'm always supporting you. I just... And we appreciate I lay low it. because... Uh, I, I really haven't gotten enough uh, reason to react, you know. Other than, uh, well, of course, we're we're going through some some really uh, uh, tough
2: times. Yeah, I have Yeah,
6: times, you know, uh, uh-huh. things are really just uh, disrupting our lives. But what I'm hearing is uh, uh, there's people. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are. Uh, uh, really concerned about uh, the activities in 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 in, uh, in, in our administration.
4: Yeah, and, uh,
6: I'm wondering uh, what else is new, man. This we've gone through this in in, uh, in all the uh, previous administrations. We've we've always had issues. So I'm wondering, uh, are, we, are we ever going to um, uh, come out with the uh, you know getting together and let's just. It's just,
2: dig this, you know? Not when there's money involved, Um, Francis. Not when there's money involved on a big-time basis. And you're talking millions and millions, and everybody's looking for a piece of the pie. All right, Francis, last
1: thing you got. I got another phone call. All right, brother.
6: Hey, take care of yourself. Hey, you take care of yourself, too. Thanks Thanks for the call.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Tony, good evening. Welcome to Vet Talk. How are you tonight?
8: Oh, just fine. Hello, gents. Nice how's movie. it going, Tony? Back, first of all, uh, Sean. Tony. Uh, and my neighbor, Johnny Atula. How are you guys doing?
3: All right, there, Okay, Tony. fine.
8: Okay, you know, I've been waiting for the time as you guys came back on here. Uh, of course, uh, the comment I've got to make is not only for you guys, but everyone else listening, to include the government and the military. Um, I, for one, was one of those upset veterans uh, when they instituted the restrictions onto the base. Um I heard Miranda's uh, Brian was on there, and I'm sure he's listening, and everyone else, and I share in the same thing, and me and every other probably five thousand veterans on this island. Easy. Uh, I wrote down some notes, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take too much more of your time, uh, but uh, I am, I was, and I still am one of those frustrated veterans. Um, I wrote notes down with uh, wording such as, "and this is for the commander," mm-hmm. and the way they're handling the military bases. Mm-hmm. And uh, facilities, and the way they're treating our veterans, the retirees, and those who's got the privilege to enter a base, to use the resources that they've got that we are privileged to use. Mm-hmm. One, an error in judgment on those people that put these policies in place. Exactly. Two, it's an in- inequity to the T. Three, irrational decision. Now, I'm gonna think like an officer in the military when we decide on things we've got to think is this a rational decision or actually an irrational one because it doesn't just affect active duty in uniform it doesn't just affect the dependence of the active duty it affects the retirees the veterans exactly. the people that have access and this is what we live by to the basis now it's not like i don't think we overwhelm the basis to the point that it, you know, they have to restrict and control and limit numbers, I really don't think we have that kind of problem. And number five, it's a denial of a privilege without real cause.
2: Exactly. Okay,
8: I, don't right I don't want to hear a disease thing. That's not a real cause. Okay? Martial law, a war that began, that might be the real cause to keep us out of these facilities that we're only asking to go to.
4: Well, so you know, there is you know, no Tony?
8: real cause to this. What? You know, besides Commissary and BX, we use the auto shop, eating places, movies, legal, exactly. barbers, the church, the post office. And I don't think we come in there in, in, in drones, you know, to, to, to take up everyone else's time. To me, and I'm sure many others are saying the same way, they're treating us like we are diseased veterans,
2: yes.
9: and they
8: don't want these things to come on base now, further from the truth, they're treating us, um, uh, you know, I hate to say in the future that if there is a shortage on something, some product somewhere, is this a tool the commanders are going to use to keep us out from grabbing? Because I don't think we're grabbing. I think we are standing in line like everyone else yes. and getting what we can yes. like everyone else. Some of us get more than others, some of us don't. But who are they to decide that for us?
1: You know, I'm, I'm going to make one comment Tony me. This is Sean. Uh, I'm going to make one comment on that. They said only essential people are allowed to use the BX commissary from Monday to Thursday. Exactly. That is active duty people. That's essential people in their eyes right now, correct? And they're supposed to be at work. They're supposed to be working.
5: Thank you. Thank you. So how come the family
1: members
8: are are traveling?
5: It's not really been thought through.
2: Exactly. You know, and
8: and our retirees we don't, and those are authorized to come in. We don't come in Monday through Sunday every hour of the freaking day that any place is open. We're we scattered. You know, we, people come in early morning, people come in the afternoon. It's, I don't think it, sh- it shortens anything else down. You Tony. Know, it really does. not I, I think there wasn't enough thought brought to this. And I'm going to get to the very last one here, which is this is me personally, okay? But before I get there, Uh, I think Johnny mentioned a third class, yeah. I feel like they're treating us like we're a third class, if not a third world. Yes. Mm. Okay?
2: Okay, Tony, let me tell you
8: something. They're segregating a handful, a group of specific people. That's what they're doing. Now, in the future, I hate to see this process or concept come up, For should we ever go through a gas shortage? Mm -hmm. and keep us out so that everyone else can have it because they think we're going to come in and take it all. I need to see it Them implement something like this when it comes to a meat shortage which we might be entering. I mean, if this is going to be a tool, I think we all need to rise up and say, enough. You will not treat us this way. Tony. And any other shortage that might come up. And I'm going to close with this, okay?
2: No, you're not. You're not going to close, Tony. I'm sorry? You're not going to close because, Tony, I'm telling you this. Knowing you as an officer retired officer in the army with a complete career golden record and Mm -hmm. being a neighbor and knowing you and your intelligent conversation what we're hearing from you is an absolute pinpoint on the iceberg of the many many retirees Mm -hmm. that do not deserve this
8: who's got the privilege to enter there Mm -hmm. to to use these resources and I'm going to hear Here's where I'm going to go, in there. I'll be listening. or oh, trust me, I'll listen uh, a minute after you guys all shut down, because this is important, and I think that we have a lot of listeners that are, it, it's, it's, it's affecting. They're coming I, on. So I'm getting to that point, guys, and I, and I hate this because this is not how, not how I think, coming from the military, but I'm getting to that point with just everything that's going on and everything that's coming That I feel that there might be a prejudice to some degree.
2: Discrimination, is that but the
8: discrimination word? Discrimination is a word I didn't use, but yes. That'll be written in there too, to the locals and all those who've got base privileges that, you know, they have to go to work, they have to do, but the rest that they can control, and it's a control thing. And you know what? I really hope that the leadership, that this is not something in the back of the head that made them do and implement this decision of theirs. Seriously? We had the Air Force, the Navy was on board, and then the Air Force jumped on board. Who's next? The Marines? I mean, come on, man. Somebody's got to understand that's where these guys are going to be when their time is up. They exactly. will be
5: the veterans.
1: Okay, we got other callers. Until well, actually, all right. <laughs> hey Tony, it's great to hear from you again. It's been a it's been a couple minutes. That's uh,
8: excellent.
1: Yeah, thanks. Love
8: to listen to you guys, and you got great topics. I'll be sitting here relaxing and listening to the rest of the show.
1: Get the get the blood pressure under control. Say hi to the lovely wife. All right, you take care. All right, and with that, this is Vet Talk on News Talk K fifty seven. We'll
0: be back right after this commercial. KGUMAM in Guam. Welcome back to Vet Talk on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk K fifty seven.
1: Good evening. Welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K fifty seven. My name's Sean Watson, VFW National
3: Council member. This is Tom Devlin, Military Purple Heart. John Atulli is trying to get in after he's smoking a cigarette. He's pounded on the windshield there. You know. But uh, yeah. Uh, we were gonna discuss the uh, the VA. You wanna take the phone call? Please? Yeah, let's take the phone call. He okay. actually called before the break. I okay, want to get no him problem. in here. Good evening, Joseph. Welcome to Vet Talk. How you doing? Uh,
7: you can hear me?
1: I can now.
7: Okay, yes. Um I just have a, a, a quick comment. Because, you know, it's strange that they're always like, yeah, you know, we're retirees and all this stuff, right? Which is true. Yes, we are retirees. But ever think about this? When you're a special force personnel, uh, I'm sorry, soldier, right? Uh And when you retire, you're, you're no longer on their books. They don't even care about you. When you risk your life for everything, and then now you're retired, they don't care about you. So to me, it's like wow. So I'm I'm a retire. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not for assistant, assistant, nothing like that. But I did retire. So they should ac- at least acknowledge every single retiree because no matter what, those persons, those soldiers, those individuals has put their life on the line to make sure that we stay safe. Yeah. So for let for, for them to just lock us out is not right. I went on base today there was no line, no backup, nothing whatsoever going to the commissary.
2: Because they're all at work, so Tygen.
7: how? Say again? They're all at work, right? Yeah, exactly. But why can't we go in and, and do our shopping while they're all at work so we can go home so when they're off, they can go and shop?
1: Right, exactly. Wow, that, I, I, think, I think that's the brightest idea I've heard in two months.
2: And that's why I say the Admiral's being badly advised by these managers, these sub managers. And, you know, maybe you don't like it, but, you know, as a, as a full time inhabitant of Guam, we've gone through typhoons and, and, and earthquakes and big devastations. And then my power went out corona. My power, my water, my cable, my TV. And, you know, they shut down the schools, they shut down all this. And what we can't just get along, these right. guys, right. these guys,
1: just don't want to understand. Wow. Panels lighting up over here, Joseph.
7: Like, like I said, my my biggest thing is I I, I use the real high, you know, the high uh, soldiers that's risking their life. You know, you're you're out there and you're doing your your um, COVID whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. and your special forces and you're risking your life to to. Um, um, what do you call it, um, to do your mission,
1: right. right? Hey, Joseph, and
7: then, wrap and then it up. And then when you retire, you're like, I, I, I don't know you.
1: Yeah. All right, so it, Joseph.
7: It's kind of dumb that they do stuff like All that because. All right, we got to move on. Days,
1: like, let's say back in. All right, uh, Greg, you're back
2: on air. How are you doing? All
7: right, how are you getting Good.
2: Good, good, Greg, good. Make it fast.
7: No, I.
10: I, I just want to say, you know, that's a disrespect what they're doing to the retirees here. Exactly. That fought in Vietnam, you know. Exactly. Uh, he's, he's passed already, but this is a this is disrespect to us, mm. you know. What I want to know here is where the governor is not saying anything, and the legislature, you know, about this. Where's Fred <laughs> you, well,
2: What you know, do you expect from we, Fred?
10: <laughs> why aren't we getting together and, and confronting this? You know, we don't need to fight with them. We just need to to show them our displeasure. Common and sense, Fred. Common here.
1: sense. I think they've been dreading the day we came back on the air. Yeah. They're
2: thinking with common sense. They're heading the toilet, not common sense.
10: <laughs> yeah, we need to get these people all right. out, man. Look at what they're doing to the, to the, 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 the retirees and the, the, the people that we're saying are heroes. Yeah. You know, the people that, 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 that protected our freedoms and all that. I, I got even an uncle. My dad's brother died in Korea.
2: Yep. Right. we got it. We got, we got boys last year. Right. They're bringing them home.
1: Hi, right, Greg. What else got you got? It. We're gonna move
2: on.
10: I've got a nephew. F- I got a F- that died in the, the, the when we first invaded Iraq. Yeah. You know, and then you know this, this man. This is a disrespect. Our leaders need to come out and stand together and voice our concerns about this.
2: You they know, don't care. It's about, about money, Greg. Money, we don't like money.
10: What you're doing here for the people and our retirees and disrespecting us. Yeah. You know they they're not listen.
2: You got it, Greg. All right, Greg. We appreciate thank your you. phone call.
10: All right. You take have take a good
1: uh, we had a couple more, but I guess they hung up. But okay, uh, you Tom, you had something you wanted to talk about
3: about the local VA clinic, local VA outside clinic. of the uh, hospital, Navy hospital. Yep. As of uh, yes, they're not accepting patients to go in. No. What Line they're point doing point. now is they're calling you at home. Yes. And what they're going to—I'll give an example. They—they they called me at home and they said. Tomorrow, go to the Navy hospital and have a blood test. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then, in about a week, they will call me at home, and a doctor will talk to me Mm -hmm. and ask me a few questions. Until they get back to a routine, a normal routine, where the veterans can go in. Hopefully, they said, maybe in the first week or the second week in June, they'll get back to a routine. Yeah. But as of now, Dr. Head is off island. Right. So, basically, what
1: they're doing, they're doing telehealth. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, basically.
3: I had the same thing. Yeah. They called me.
2: Okay. Dr. Samiano says, the nurse says, are you okay? Gave me this, everything. I, I got
1: this. I got injured and this and this. My medicine came in today. Yeah. You know, it's right on. I want to put out some phone numbers for the VA clinic here on Guam. All right. If, uh, if you need to contact them about your appointment or medicine or whatever you need to talk to the VA about, uh, you can call 648 39 or zero zero nine four, zero zero nine five. Again, that's six four eight zero zero nine three four or five.
2: Okay, I got some. They told Tom said bring in a sock. Put this on there. Check this out, man. I don't know if you guys can see it. Tell you, you what, my brother in California
3: would love that sock.
2: Look at that. My wife gave me a sock. It's got these little marijuana leaves on
3: it. It's cute. Yeah, but you're small. That sock is small. Yeah, it is. Covers my foot. What do you expect? Mine's bigger than yours. It always is. <laughs> hey I, I, I
1: keep your shoes on, guys. Keep your shoes on. I don't want to see a comparison over there. <laughs>
3: I have some missing toes, so it's yeah.
0: <laughs> that's nasty. Yeah, he's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, but
3: uh that's the information right. that I was given. All right. And go ahead. No, I'm not gonna cut you we've, off. We've 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 had a lot of phone calls, you know, yes. this evening. It's a really good night. Hopefully. And John made a point. A very valid point. It's just not the Admiral. It's just not, you know, the military. It's our local leaders. Our fifteen senators. Our governor and lieutenant governor. They have to get involved in this. Well, you know And you have some some of our senators are veterans themselves. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Where is their mouth? Yeah. Why aren't they saying anything?
2: Because they don't want to rough the rough the feathers of the of the hierarchy.
1: In the last two months, Tom. Yes, sir. How many times have they been in session? Oh, that's... I don't work. even...
2: Shoot, don't, you
3: live there. I mean, you, you work there. You don't want to go there? I don't want to go there. I have enough problems with, uh, you know, th- their resolutions. Right. 300-some-odd resolutions. What is it? When's the last time a resolution did anything for the three of us sitting in this room? Not a damn thing. Right. Nothing. And I think they spend more time on that than anything else. And this election cycle is going to prove that people are not happy. With Whether they're Republicans or Democrats, people are starting to sound they're not happy for whatever reason. And you could have what we had before, a large turnover of elected leaders, maybe on both sides of the aisle. Right. And I feel I, 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 sometimes I say I should feel sorry for them. I don't. But then I have to say, you knew this going in. And if you can't do the job or the job is too tough for you or you don't like to get pounded left and right... Then resign. There's no law that says a sitting senator doesn't have to can't resign. Right. A governor can resign.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, then pack it in and move on with your life. Well, there's already been a protest in front of the
2: yeah I passed one on the way on the way to the show today. Really? Yeah, right there at the GCIC (laughs) that ITC building. They were protesting. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. they were protesting something about not being getting paid or something like that. Okay. All right, we have
1: another phone call. Okay. Let's go. Welcome to Vet Talk, Uh, Char.
2: Char,
9: it's Shar. Shar My husband is retired,
4: mm-hmm.
9: and um, before the announcement came up that naval base would only be open on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yes. He had gone in, and he was given a paper saying, "If you try and come on this base, at any other time, you will be arrested." Yes. But that's not the reason why I'm calling. I'm calling about those senators. You know i'm glad you guys are back up on because i'm not sure if you guys heard about uh tina munia barnes and pedo terlahi and clinton jail they got that letter going to the general saying can you please open the base so that the hunters can come in and hunt well what makes them think that if they won't allow the retirees
2: Good and their point.
9: families to go on the base what makes them think they're gonna
2: allow they're gonna them them go on hunters to go on base with guns? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so you know what? It just goes
9: to show the stupidity of our elected leaders.
2: Well, look at look at Jane Flores, the highest-paid PIO in administration and a very high directive. She's passing out towels and and stuff, and she justifies it that if I don't do it, nobody else will do it. And what is she I know, replaced
9: so with? You know, she's uh, in charge of her uh, agency.
2: And she's and replaced by an, an E3. She's there
9: passing out towels and pillows.
2: And she that was replaced she by not a... not
9: essential. She's not needed.
2: Exactly. It was Tony Babalta another one. Got, got, his, got, his, got, got caught with his thing two times. Two times. This ain't you know, the first time. Not know,
9: my husband, time. who's the retiree, but I also feel I'm a retiree also because yes, I was you are. with him when he was in his career.
2: Yes, and you he's are. He's in the dear.
9: background telling me, are you sure you want to talk like I- this about those people? <laughs> and I am so positively sure.
2: Behind every good man is a good you woman. Know, you stand you, up. You're the queen.
1: You you gave up a lot of sacrifices in your life you supporting you. him Definitely. through his military career.
9: Definitely.
1: Yeah. No, you, sure. you, you deserve all the credit as well.
2: Thank you for the call,
1: Dara.
3: Thank you. Yeah. you. You guys Bye-bye. stay safe. I'd like to remind everybody, if I may take a... Go, go ahead. A go moment. ahead, Tom. You know, we, we talk about a lot of things, but Monday's is Memorial Day. Yes. And, uh, you know, when they, they drive past that cemetery, mm-hmm. those individuals in that cemetery served in the military, but they're all veterans.
2: Mm-hmm. And many of them probably,
3: probably went on the military bases. Mm-hmm. Many of them are probably... 100 percenters, or retired from the military. Think of them. Think of their family. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, when you die and you have a retired ID card, your wife can also use those facilities. Until she remarries. I don't know what the new rules I don't right, know what the new rules are. Right, right. So I, I think the island should remember that. Mm-hmm. Should remember this Monday. Yes. I know because of social distancing, we have issues. But I think those in the military, at the higher end, should maybe look at that cemetery And look at the cemetery down here In Agania. They call it the Old Naval Cemetery mm-hmm. Right next to the little spot Right And John used to be an honor guard down there When he was in the Navy
2: Yeah, I used to raise and, and lower the flag yeah. there.
3: Think about that Think about those that came before you When you weren't even born
2: And every grave is a distinction of a certain village you got every village is sometimes covered by Four or five young gentlemen Old, old vets old retirees every, every Guam is represented right in that cemetery
1: yeah. and uh, I was talking with uh, somebody earlier about Memorial Day being on Monday uh, there's a rumor going around that the gate at the Veteran Cemetery is going to be locked on Monday
3: I have no idea I don't know I have no idea I,
1: I hope that's not a true
3: rumor I don't know I just don't know we'll find out Monday yeah. And probably what? next Wednesday. There you probably, go, Brian. Check not.
2: on that for us, Brian. Uh,
3: but uh, if, if that's locked,
1: the person I talked to said they're going to go find a truck and make well, their way into it. That's not going
3: to do anything, anything. That's why I didn't
1: say who I heard it from. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, Brian, check on that, Brian. But if, if that does happen, then the government of Guam is going to have to answer. Oh, and yeah. And the governor is going to have to answer for that.
2: Yeah. But she's not a veteran. She don't care. She don't mm-hmm. care about veterans.
1: Okay. <laughs> How are we doing? Uh, we're doing we got about another 10 minutes. Uh, let's go to VA News. Oy. okay, okay. I, uh, I have a I only want to hit a couple of these actually. Okay yeah, you've read them before. right. Uh, first one is uh, this came out on May 10th. Uh, VA faces critical PPE sor- shortages after orders diverted by FEMA. Hmm. All right So basically they ordered a bunch of uh, face masks and everything else for their workers. And FEMA said, ah, "No, we're going to put that into the national stockpile." Right. Eight days later, so this would have been Monday. And I do want to make one one point uh, that was uh, uh, Doctor Richard Stone, executive in charge of VA, uh, VHA, uh, Vet Healthcare Administration. Uh, eight days later, the Secretary of VA. Comes out and says that they have plenty of masks. One thing I meant, failed to mention in the first article was that um, a lot of the healthcare workers in the VA system are calling their senators, their congressmen, saying, so, "Hey, we're getting told we have to wear dirty masks. They're giving us dirty masks to wear while ridiculous. they're working." Okay, isn't that ridiculous? That's a very, very important thing that I overlooked in that particular article because I wasn't reading it just then. Eight days later the secretary secretary wilkie came out and says no we have plenty of everything so what happened in a week yeah all right and he states in here uh that va healthcare is getting ready to start opening back up uh they they have some test areas that they're gonna use first guam's not one of those by the way neither is hawaii uh but one in vermont new york pennsylvania west virginia uh Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Ohio, Wisconsin, two of them, uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Texas, Montana, Washington, Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, and North Dakota are the ones that they are going to open first. So it's 23 of them that they're going to be opening and see how they're going to do that. Uh, A lot of the beds in the VA hospitals have opened up simply because they've stopped doing elective surgeries. Yeah, to to help, and what Secretary Wilkie said that that fourth area of their charter of helping all Americans, not just the veterans.
2: Can I can I do a a, a quick shout out to a fellow vet who's over in Tripler Hospital right now? His American name is Billy Flowers, who's undergoing a triple bypass, and uh, we wish want to from the base and bottom scratchers and the vets here. We want to wish you a quick recovery and. Uh, uh, and hurry up and get back to Guam. And uh, his tomorrow name is w- William Flores. <laughs> I thought it was cute. You know, we'd nickname him Willie
1: Flores. Oh, okay. It was cool. Uh, on the part of the news from the VA that I love doing, thank you, Tom. You're welcome. You're uh, Out of Florida, a middle district of Florida, uh, medical bill are sentenced in large health care fraud scheme. Those are always going on. U.S. Attorney sues Spinal Device Company and its executives for allegations that they paid kickbacks to surgeons. Oh, well,
2: surprise, like surprise. Like
1: Former is- VA affairs doctor indicted on multiple civil rights charges. Hmm. Uh, uh, this Tom. He comes this, up with all this good uh, stuff. You know, it's yeah. Tom. Okay, and this d- is like homework. Dr. Jonathan Yates, 51... Uh, with several civil rights and abuse sexual conduct offenses. Oh my gosh. See, that's why Uh, I moved
2: to the States. I'm staying on Guam, man. That was was,
1: uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. California. Former chief of cardiology at Palo Alto VA Hospital indicted for sexual battery of subordinate doctor. Uh, Okay. That's... That's the news I have from VA.
2: Well, I like the one he got here. He says, virus, pandemic, emergency, and question and answer related to Guam Veterans Affairs Office, GVAO. What GVAO services are available for members? The GVAO offices in Assin are closed to members of the public, period. That's it. That's what we get. He asked me. We we covered this at the beginning of the show. I know, but you said, remind me to remind me. Nothing going on in Assin.
1: And you're worried about the gates being open Friday? On Monday? All right. The VA office (laughs) in Assen is open Monday, Wednesday, Friday, appointment only. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that back up. Yes. Because that's an important thing. If you need an appointment to work on your claim, check your claim, start a new claim, give them a call down there and they'll set you up with one of their three certified. Oh, they finally paid their bill and got certified. Service
2: officers. Thank you, Governor. Paid the bill and they got certified. Thank you so much. I, it was
1: only two thousand, not five and fifteen million. You know, it's all I, about money. Like you said, every every dollar stays in that bank. You get interest on, right?
2: Hey, now you now you're talking like a Republican. go ahead. You notice the Republican I, banks? They're not crying about nothing because their shareholders are all going, wow, we got one hundred and eighty million in the bank, drawing interest, handling charges, and you know, banker's talk. That's. I was never a
3: banker. Hmm. I just want to let everybody know that uh, the old legislative building mm-hmm. where the uh, Veterans Administration, the local veteran, was supposed to move into, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked to Sean about I drove around the building. Oh, and, and I haven't been there in a couple of months. It looks like crap. Does it? Next door to it, you have a junk dealership where junk cars are being cut up and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what's next door to it, where they have the uh, the doors. Mm-hmm. They've just put lumber, uh, wood right there to cover the wood. doors. And they... They and don't they, have doors? No. And uh, they have the storm shutters up
2: for oh.
3: the whole thing. And the uh, parking lot, you know, where the flagpoles are, mm-hmm. looks like crap. So if this is where they're going to move into, and by the way, the government of Guam owns that building, but we leased the land, which still doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Nothing makes sense in this dollar world, you know, in this administration.
3: Yeah, I, I, yeah, and uh, I just don't get it. How do you? It just doesn't make any sense to me. How do you own a building? You buy the building, and the land that the building is on, you, you don't lease own. It. You lease it. So the government. <laughs> I these don't These are get
2: it. these are leaders
3: with their eminent wisdom,
1: the wisdom that got them into huh. the office. Look at the Rev Tax Building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're renting that. They're renting that whole
3: building, right? Do they still have? They have a fire sprinkler system, or they don't have that? They're doing. I don't know. They still doing fire watches? Is that your question? That's my question. (laughs) That's my
1: question. The
2: guy fell to the the overhang or something three days ago.
1: That is true. Yeah, I I remember hearing that. Yeah,
2: cat Cat fell down forty feet. Man, busted something. I know.
1: Probably broke his back. Yeah. (laughs) What is he doing up there? Probably trying to fix the fire suppression system. <laughs> That's sad. We shouldn't laugh.
2: I yeah, hope you shouldn't laugh, John. You're I probably hope...
3: the guy that pushed them.
2: I wasn't nowhere around.
3: I was at the boat. Bay.
2: Oh, I caught Mnohok, by the way. Oh, yeah, hey, oh, Talk about that. The veterans on top,
1: man. Veterans nine,
2: Mnohok zero. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Before we run out of time, Isaiah, I know it's the first time you've been on the show with us. Uh, have we
0: scared you at all? No, I, I'm actually I'm very excited to be working with you all. Yeah, well, we're great we're, we're glad
1: to have you on the show, and yeah, you did a great job today.
3: Thank you. <laughs>
2: I tried. Uh. And all you listeners out there, keep those phone calls coming on the hey. next show next Wednesday night.
1: Is, is that your
2: final? That's
3: my final. I'm good. I wish everybody uh, the best. And uh, government uh, Guam leaders, remember those for Memorial Day on Monday. Yes, exactly.
1: All right. And I'll, I'll finish up with uh, I hope everybody stays safe out there. Uh, look after your manumco.
2: That's it. Good, uh, good shot.
1: And uh, we hope to have you listening to us again next week. All right. So this has been Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll see you next week. Good night, guys. Good night.